Welcome to The Vital Vagina, where we delve into brave and crucial conversations about the womb and feminine power. This podcast is not just for people with vaginas. We all come from the womb, and there is much for everyone to learn from this place of deep wisdom. I'm your host, Dr. Danielle Cornelius. I'm a chiropractor and holistic pelvic care provider. I've been working in the feminine healing realm for nearly a decade, and I am honored to bring this work and these stories to light. I am very excited to share with you my first conversation on Vital Vagina with Shara Rocks. Shara actually helped me come up with this name, Vital Vagina, for this podcast. She and I have been creative partners for each other for several years now, and I'm just, I couldn't be more grateful to have her in my life and have her influence in my work and just have a fellow nerd to be able to text with at any time of the day. (laughs) Um, I hope you enjoy this conversation. I really did. Um, Here you go. So womb neuroscience is me and my crazy self-funded neuroscience research project that birthed this program called Muse Cycles. So it's basically science-based because I wanted answers on my own cycle patterns that my doctors weren't giving to me. Yeah. And so I had to I had to uh self-educate find a book. (laughs) That's usually how some of my best journeys in life happen. I just find this book that changes my life. (laughs) Yeah, that's how we connected, right? We were both obsessed with Alphabet versus the Goddess. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) So I found my, my another book that changed my life. This was Take Charge of Your Fertility. My parents um, put me through a year long sex ed program at that I graduated from at 14. And so by 14, I was, I really understood human sexuality, probably more than a lot of, you know, adults, because sex education really is a big issue. Mm -hmm. And so when I, when I got Take Charge Your Fertility, and I'm learning about what my body is actually saying to me, and that I was educated in this, but like this vital information about my cycle was actually denied to me until I was 33 years old and p- picked the book up myself. Mm. I was, you know, I really actually felt cheated. Yeah. To be honest, I really felt cheated. And after I read that book, I decided that never again, I will not know my body. And I knew, like, because I have a love for nature, but I also have a deep love for technology, and you and I share that. Yeah. And w- just found the best app I could that allowed me to chart, use technology to chart in the fertility awareness method. And that alone started this entire journey. This is how, you know, what you know, when you, what you and I started in, uh, in my studio that was 11 years ago, this, this, this seed of this energy of an idea that women have this profound creative power inside of them. And if we can create a, a, a human being in nine months, what could we do in the world with our work? Yeah. Right. Yes. You know, like it's that seed of an idea that, that, that we felt called to has evolved into, um, you know, womb neuro, womb neuroscience all because I found this book one day yeah. and, started, and started tracking my cycle with a level of detail that no one taught me before. No. 
No, you did that on your own. I remember when you started doing it and you also were paying really close attention to the cycles of nature during that time. Oh yeah, I was. I was taking a picture of the same tree every day. That's right. That's right. That really actually helped. You know, I have this, I I woke up this morning with this really interesting, um, really interesting thought where I feel like in, in, in our generation, uh, the school taught us that intelligence was all about reason and logic. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in the, in the internet era, you know, the, 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 the next generation, the intelligence is being defined by pattern processing. Mm-hmm. And when we look at intelligence in the brain, actually it's the ability to process and understand patterns is how they're defining intelligence. It really has nothing to do with logic and reason. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And so, you know, as women, our ability to see and connect to patterns in nature because th- they mimic visible patterns so well, like the moon changing every two to three days, you know, my hormones shifting every two to three days, having a distinct, um, like hormonal season where I feel like, you know, a, a personal winter moving into a personal spring, a personal summer and ending in a personal fall, like seeing those patterns in nature, it really kind of makes the hidden rhythm inside of every woman um, very, uh, that thing that we don't, that's always there. That's right under our nose. Nate, what Nate, what, what me looking at nature every day, looking at a tree every day is that tree pointed to the pattern within me that helped me feel it even more. And that's why I love cycles and nature and astrology and (laughs) the, the moon phases, because it's all just pattern recognition. That's that we, that we, you know, collectively as, as human beings have been looking at since, you know, the beginning of time. Yeah. So you started tracking all of your, your cycle data, you were doing it every single day, or were you just doing it around your menstrual cycle? I was doing it every single day, because I'm a little bit of a nerd. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know that I had such a love for data, (laughs) but I do. Data's amazing. It's amazing. (laughs) I love it. And, um, and it was, it was really interesting because I, you know, we, we had talked earlier about creativity and, and, and the creative process and you must trust it. It's the creative process is emergent. Um, and, so is biology. <laughs> so is nature. So, you know, we think that nature is chaotic, but it's really these like organized, these very complex organized emergent processes. Mm. And so I don't plan and control what my brain's going to do or what my mind's going to do. Like I'm some military sergeant, you know, over my creativity and my passion. Yeah. You know, I allow things to emerge and I know that I'm in the right timing because I'm in tune with this like rhythm, this pulse that's going on with the seasons. It's going on with my biology that's going on with my hormones. And that generates so much trust against this like 24 seven hustle, you know, and where there can be periods of waxing and waning of like high energy output and like, hey, I'm just going to chill out for a little bit. I'm going to Netflix and chill and see what comes to me. Yeah. 
you know? And so for allowing for this like emergent kind of um, creative process, it, it really makes for uh, interesting work, uh, less stress for sure. And, and more surprise, like the things that I've created, I couldn't even have told you that I didn't even plan them. I know. <laughs> the best stuff. It just happened. And, and the, the best, the best way I can describe it is like when I first discovered that I had the gift of drawing, mm. I was a child in my room. I was, I was, I was a, a, the oldest child of um, two brothers. And so I had my own room. I would spend a lot of time in my room by myself and I couldn't sleep or maybe I just, I think I'm a night owl. So I just was up, you know? Yeah. And my grandma gave me this mini mouse shirt and I just loved it so much. And I just, no one taught me any, I never took an art class. My parents, like maybe, you know, I think parents just have like stuff for kids. So there was like puzzles and crayons and paper and stuff. Right. And so there's just stuff in my room. And all of a sudden I'm like, Hey, I want to draw this mini mouse. Cause I just love it so much. I love mini mouse. <laughs> so <laughs> I just start spontaneously drawing mini mouse. And then when I look at the paper and I look at the t-shirt and I look at the paper and I look at the t-shirt and I'm like, what? I was like, what I drew looks just like the mouse on my t-shirt. And I remember going to sleep and so excited to wake up and show my parents that there's this like thing that I didn't know that I could do that I did. And that's really what trusting the process has been like for me It through understanding my fertility, through understanding this emergent behavior in time and planning and in understanding my own life work that, you know, it, it, it's really trusting the unknown and allowing the work to emerge and burst forth spontaneously through a moment of insight or awareness. And that has really led to some, some, some rich, uh, very, just rich, fun, mm-hmm. um, fun, passionate, you know, life work, you know, it's, it's, it's the joie de vivre, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It takes a lot of trust and to do that, can you talk a little bit about um, how you cultivate that trust? Like with the, basically, cause you're talking about like co-creating with the universe and allowing some of it to actually come through you. Yeah. Um, instead of trying to like force all the time. And, you know, everyone always tells us the only way to actually accomplish anything is to push and push in this kind of linear way. Um, yeah. So what have you done? What kind of practices do you do that helps you actually have that deep sense of trust that allows you to do that? Yeah. Okay. So two things. So first is a deep sense of trust comes when there is a pattern, you know, you can rely on. Mm. Um, so I can deeply trust the patterns in nature because I always know that after winter comes spring. Yeah. So it's the same. So when, because I have tracked my own body's data, and I've seen its patterns, the trust is insane. Like I can trust my body and I can trust this connection between um, what's going on in my cycle, how it's influencing my mind, my body, my cognition, my motivation. And also trust that, um, you know, when I receive outside advice, 
or I, you know, I can give you, if someone gave me a dollar for every time people were like, Hey, Cher, have you launched yet? Have you launched yet? Have you launched yet? I'd probably like have like, you know, a marriage. <laughs> I'd be funded. Yeah, I'd be funded. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, as you, y- there's a there's a sense there's a sense inside when you just know when something is not fully baked or when something is ready to put your creative signature on when it's done it's like when i would draw as a or, or you know in, in as a child when i would you know do work on canvas there came a time when it was time to put your signature on the corner of that canvas cuz the work mm-hmm. was done mm-hmm. and that requires a uh, just a commitment and a dedication uh, to deep work. Mm. And I think that that's pretty, I think that that's what people are craving. I think the hustle is stressing people out. We want, <laughs> we want flow. We want timelessness. We want deep work. I don't know you about know? you, but like when I'm in the creative flow, like I can't stop working usually. And I can't stop working. Not like the, it's, it's similar energy to the hustle, but it doesn't have that like stress that goes along with it. Exactly. Like, can't not do it. <laughs> so exactly. That. Exactly. Can't not do it. Yeah. And you know, it, it seems like I hear a lot. I have so many ideas yes. and I, I feel like when you don't know what the pattern is, it feels really chaotic. Yeah. But when you know the pattern, it feels emergent. And I think that's why I've been able to trust it because I know this recurring pattern between my, um, my, I call it my muse, the, the, the reg, the constantly shifting like hormonal pattern going on every month for me and how it's influencing my cognition and how it's influencing what I want to do. And I just allow that process to emerge and I trust that timing. And it's a really beautiful thing because, uh, for example, I showed you the, uh, for going, tying it back to my uh, accelerator graduation. So there's this, uh, science experience center that I'm creating that is a, um, you know, doing something really, um, I think the theme is childhood today, like going back to my childhood, you know, like this just excitement of being in the Baltimore Science Center. And um, it's so interesting because during my highest uh, estrogen phase this cycle, I just woke up and this actually happened with uh, you as well. I woke up uh, two cycles ago in a high estrogen state And we just started jamming on like design and logos because that's just where my brain was leading. And this for this very podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's so cool. It is cool. It's so cool. I think we were like texting till 2 a.m. that morning. We were. It was just like, you know, because creativity comes, you know, in the moment. Yeah. And And we and we flowed, we flowed, we jammed. You've been such a, it's just been, it's just been so lovely to have you as a creative partner in my life for so many years. Yeah. It's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. But um, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. No, I was just going to say the other thing that I know about you. Um, and I think what made it a little easier for you than the average person to actually be able to track these things is your ability to sense um, what you're f- actually feeling on a deep level and actually notice the subtle changes 
in the spiffs. And that's something I notice in my practice that a lot, you know, I struggled with that for a long time. As you know, when I first became um, a body worker and a chiropractor, I struggled with the sensation and feeling things because I was extremely in my head. Um, And that's the case for, I think, a lot of people because we're in that hustle and we're constantly in our linear mind and it makes it a little more difficult to feel those little tiny, like sensual changes that happen throughout the day and throughout the month. Um, so what, what would you say that helps you do that more easily than the average person? I love that you said sensual changes, cause that's really what it is. It's a, it's an awakening of the senses. And to be honest, there was a time in my life where it was really hard for me to hear my body too. Yeah. And it, I was under a lot of stress, uh, and I was doing way too many, um, crunches, to be honest. I was doing way too much like in high intensity workouts, training, weightlifting. And it's almost <laughs> as, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah. I did some serious, I, I was a serious weightlifter for a while there. I love it. And, um, but then I, I got into belly dancing and it started to give me a language that the hips speak, you know, kind of like Shakira hips don't lie. Your hips are not lying to you. They (laughs) know what's going on (laughs) with the master pattern. You know, the body never lies. The body never, never lies. And so I actually was um, dancing full time and professionally as a, as a professional belly dancer. And I was having, um, you know, as an athlete, you're just always maximizing performance. You're doing everything you can with your trainers and with your um, body workers to make sure that when you're in rehearsal, you hit your mark. And when you're, you know, on stage, you're performing your best. And so uh, I went to a physical therapist. I was like, I'm, I'm having some, you know, uh, hip issues. And I feel like it's impeding my, my dance. And I just picked the physical therapist that uh, was the same physical therapist for the Oregon Ballet Theater. And she did this thing, you know, that I had no idea what it was. And I just, she was like, okay, are you ready? This is, you know, it's like, I'm going to do some inner work on your pelvis, but it really helps with, you know, with, with this pain that you're talking about, which I had in my hips. Yeah. And so she does this, you know, this inner, uh, you know, all about this. This is, this yeah. is the, this is the work of, of Tammy Ken holistic pelvic care, um, that, you know, Tammy Ken evolved from like this basic physical therapy that I received. But yeah. uh, I, so I, after the session, I couldn't even like, it was as if I was numb from the waist down for years and after the session, it's as if I grew a sensory, invisible sensory tail mm. and could feel like so much more than I could feel before. It's kind of like when you're blind and, you're, and your senses get heightened. Yeah. It's like it, that happened to me, but in reverse, it's like, it's like this, it's like I had so much tightness and so much locked, so much um, muscular tension locked up below the belt line that I literally cut myself off from a level of sensory awareness that I couldn't feel until I got like, like this pelvic care. 
Yeah. It's the best thing that's ever happened to me in my life. And I think <laughs> that's what I think is the pelvic care session is probably what even started this entire journey for me. Because yeah. from there, I, I remember like running into rehearsal and man was like, I was like, girls, I was like, ladies, you don't even understand what's happening to me right now it's like I feel like I'm spider woman and it's like I can feel everything and I can feel the environment I can feel the room like I feel like I'm nine foot feet tall yeah and it just unlocked a true uh I don't know what to call it superpower is not the word because I, I like again the equal and opposite to me the muse is the opposite of the superhero yeah and it just unlocked this ability to sense and to feel in a way that I, that is always there and available. It's just that I was doing things in my everyday life to not cultivate my natural abilities, right? Yeah. Like I was doing things to mute my muse, not doing things to enhance and tune in to my muse. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we mean when we named this podcast Vital Vagina. That's kind of what you're talking about is creating vitality in those tissues. Mm. So that, that, you know, and that's such the core of the vagina itself is just that core area of muscles that's deep inside for females. And it gets really tamped down for so many reasons. Um, there's just layers upon layers upon layers. Um and it's just it, the work itself, when you get that kind of work done, it really just, it, that's the goal of it is to just, is to unleash all of that tension so that you can actually feel your own body's wisdom coming from deep down inside. I told Tammy Kent this, and I will tell you this, I truly feel that holistic pelvic care should be the new uh, yearly, the new OBGYN visit. It's like... It is so essential, like it is, it is just absolutely, it, it's, it's profound. It's profound to be connected to your body in this way. Another, another thing in terms of um, sense is, so there's like our external senses, right? So it's like we, we touch, we hear, we taste, we, um, we feel, but then there's inner feeling. There's a feeling on the inside. Yep. And that is really what I'm talking about when I, when I trust and when I can feel these patterns, it's like that, that whole, that one session that tuned me down into a, that almost like turned on more of my, um, nerves or more in my nervous system mm -hmm. that, that allowed me to feel more than just feeling my stomach growling when I'm hungry. Right. Because there's so much more that is going on in the body. And so it's really cool. Be, and I, I really, it, it's, it, it's, a, it's a technical term. It's called interoception. Mm -hmm. But the whole idea is, is it's, it's like the same thing we feel when we have to go, like when we have to go pee, right? It's that inner feeling that we feel of like what's going on. Well, when you, when you know what to feel because there's a pattern to it, it starts to, you, your, your senses start to attune and get more acute. You, you start to like, tr when you, when you train to feel mm -hmm. this recurring pattern, you can't not feel it anymore. You can't not see it anymore. Yep. And that's what I found happened. So for anyone listening, it's like, oh, you have to be a professional dancer. Oh, you have to be an artist. I'm like, no, no, I have, 
you know, this, the work with womb neuroscience, when we were developing muse cycles with, with real women in the real world in real stress situations, mm-hmm. you know, this ability, any woman can sense and can feel her, her own body. And it's just that we haven't really studied the female body and, and, and the gamut of women's patterns. Mm -hmm. And so giving a woman one aspect of the pattern helps her open up to so much more ability within herself. And so, you know, education is a huge piece you know, body work is a huge piece. Um, and it's, it's a really beautiful thing when a woman blossoms into her own sensory awareness. It really is. It's just like opening up a whole new world Mm. that we need. And we really do. We really do need it. It is the medicine. It it is empowerment. Truly. It is, it is power. (laughs) Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> it is literally power. When you yeah. stand in presence, it is power. When you command with presence, it is power. Because you're you're inhabiting your own body fully from head to toe, it is power. Yeah, cuz all of a sudden like you're not being um it, an image of a marionette comes to mind where like, you know, it's like we're not you're not being a puppet anymore or you're less just mechanical and you become more vibrant. Yes, vibrancy um, is power, vitality is power. Yeah. That's awesome. Um gosh, that was a really good conversation. Um, I want everyone who's listening to know that um, Shara and I will be having many conversations through this podcast as often as we can, and probably hopefully at least once a season, um, because we've already just um, opened up so many conversations that could go into so many other layers of depth. So I'm pretty excited to move forward. And I also want everybody to know that Shara, you are such a huge um, influence on my work too. Cause when I first started, I had never even heard of Tammy Kemp for some reason. And I remember meeting you right when I first started my practice as a chiropractor. And I was kind of in a dark place where I didn't, I wasn't understanding chiropractic yet because I went to a school that was extremely mechanistic. And so it was all just about the mechanics and nothing about the energy. Um, and it was really confusing for me. And it was also heady that I couldn't, um, like I said earlier, like I couldn't feel as well as I'd wanted to be able to. And I didn't feel, I just felt very confused by it all. And then I met you and was like, I don't even know if I want to do this. And we, we started womb originally in a whole different format. And I was more excited because I have a history of web design and data type work. We ended up kind of going in this offshoot. We wanted to do feminine energy type work, but put it into business and try to help women like use their feminine energy more. And this was before it was even popular to talk about feminine energy. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And it was actually We're definitely awesome. ahead of our time. Yeah. We are definitely innovators. That is yeah. for sure. And then you told me one day, I'll never forget this day because you were like, oh, you need to read this book, Wild Feminine. <laughs> And then I think we met, uh, we had a whole bunch of like feminine workshops at my studio at that time. But anyway, that's when I found Tammy Kent's work and read her book and was like in her class within a couple weeks. Oh, that's uh, how it happened. I was like, happened. you need to read the book Wild Feminine? You oh. need to read the book Wild Feminine. And then I was <laughs> like, oh, well, I definitely want to do body work because I definitely, definitely want to do this. And then I met Tammy and she helped me learn how to feel. And that's when I started like really being, becoming good at body work. Was amazing. That. 
Yeah. Amazing. So I appreciate you so much. And I appreciate you so much. Cause let me tell you, <laughs> it is, there's been so many times where it's like the muse is sparking and I'm like, <laughs> there's nothing worse than when you're super excited and passionate about an idea to just sit with yourself with it. Oh, I know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it is so frustrating you know I can only imagine for like being growing up as a single child because you have like nothing to like I know that like, would... who do I share this idea with right now I'm just like in the I'm just in the zone and in play and there's just me it's just me you know yeah, and so no, it's fun to play right? it's been really great to, yeah. oh my god I can imagine I know how many times I've pinged you to be like oh my god this and this and this and this <laughs> and this and we just jam yeah yeah it's been really awesome it's been really fun to see how it's all evolved and how it kind of weaves together still. And um, I'm just really looking forward to what's going to be coming through for you. So why don't you tell us where you're at now and what's coming next? And if um, you yet have a way for people to follow you or keep in track with what you're doing. I do. So uh, womb neuroscience has birthed its first uh program. It's called Muse Cycles. I know. It's so (laughs) awesome. It is the, I like to joke, it's like the 100th iteration (laughs) of (laughs) what was, what we first seeded, you know, many years ago before, you know, people were like, what? Feminine energy? Cycles? What? (laughs) What are you talking about? Uh, And so Muse Cycles is a a program uh, that demystifies periods and what's going on with women's hormones. And it really tunes women into the pattern uh, that womb neuroscience identified that is evoking these states of uh, motivation and creativity and flow and just all around like the joie, you know, the joie de vivre. Yeah. <laughs> and so we tune women into this pattern and from it, they're able to get personalized advice based around their cycle. And they're also able to use this in order to design like workflows and um, really trust that process that we were talking about earlier, like trust the creative process. Mm-hmm. And so people um, can, if they, if your listeners in, they want to text cycles to three, one, nine, nine, six, that is cycles to three, one, nine, nine, six. They can uh, start to muse and learn more about this extraordinary uh, ovary <laughs> that we all have. <laughs> You know, and that's, that has a really, really amazing influence on our brain. Mm. Thank you so much. This was amazing. Oh, thank you. You're amazing. <laughs> You're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. You can find show notes at vitalvagina.com. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and share with your friends. We'll be back next week with another episode.